0: Hey, all you nostalgic Yalies.
1: Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to
0: the CW. One of us is a 9021 novice and the other is a 9021 expert. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've been watching this franchise since the early 90s when Kendra was but a babe in arms.
1: <laughs> you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com.
0: Other shows of the network include Comic Book Coffee Break, where two friends sit back and take a deep dive into comic books past and present. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. I'm going to be guesting on this podcast in the coming months uh, for Eddie Murphy's uh, Pluto Nash. Which Am I've I on that one seen. too? I don't know.
1: I can't remember. It
0: could be. I'm on. I'm uh, on I'm, one
1: coming up, but I can't remember what it is. Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan, but I've not seen this like legendary bomb, so I'm kind of excited <laughs> about it. But we've also got Radio 64 featuring video game music remix radio, and previously on X Men, where we look back on X Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more.
1: Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This week, we're discussing episode 319, Back in the High Life Again, baby. Baby. I added, I added the baby, yeah. just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> and 320, Parental Guidance, baby. <laughs> I, that was added as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we crack open the West Beverly blaze?
0: Do it. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper.
1: These episodes originally aired January 27th and February 3rd of 1993. Jessica Walter, Grandma Wilson in the CW years, turned 52.
0: Oh, happy birthday, Grandma.
1: On January 20th, Bill Clinton was inaugurated as the 42nd President of the United States. A important thing about the inauguration was Maya Angelou read a poem at the inauguration called On the Pulse of Mourning. She was only the second person ever to read a poem at an inauguration, and she was the first African-American and the first woman to do so. Wow. So pretty, pretty cool, and yeah. the recording of her reading the poem won a Grammy. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of awards, on January twenty third, the fiftieth Golden Globe Awards happened. Nine hundred two one zero was nominated for two awards. It didn't win either of them. Uh, mm. It was nominated for best drama series. Which I feel like might be a mistake. Maybe they should be putting it in the comedy section.
0: Mm. I don't know. Yeah, but then but then you're going up against like Seinfeld and stuff, you yeah, know? Like that doesn't true. really make sense either. Well,
1: it lost again to Northern Exposure, which I believe yeah. is the show it lost to the last time around. So Really? Yeah. Interesting. I'm pretty sure it, which a show I've never heard of. But mm. anyway. Uh Jason Priestley was also nominated for Best Lead Actor in a Drama, and he lost to Sam Watterson for I'll Fly Away. Another show I've I never mean, heard of.
0: I, I would probably give it to Sam Watterson too, so I can't really fault them there. All right. Well,
1: I'll take your word for it. Okay. Other winners from the night best drama went to Scent of a Woman, best musical comedy went to The Player, beating out Aladdin and Sister Act.
0: Wow. Best... And The Player, of course, <laughs> such a huge part of our culture now.
1: Again, I've never heard of it. I've no, never heard of this I movie. Know, I
0: don't know what that is either, but I do know Sister Act. <laughs> uh,
1: best Actor in a Drama went to Al Pacino for Sense of a Woman. Actress in a Drama, Emma Thompson for Howard's End. Actor in a Comedy, Tim Robbins for The Player. Actress in a Comedy, Miranda Richardson for Enchanted April. Best Director was Clint Eastwood for Unforgiven. Original score, Alan Menken for Aladdin, and best original song was A Whole New World from Aladdin. Yeah,
0: yeah I get that.
1: You can't beat out A Whole New World. There's no I way. Know. And lastly, on February 3rd, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey.
0: Homeward. Oh, yes. I've I seen love that movie Michael J. Fox
1: so many times. Yeah, that
0: one in the sequel, right? Lost in whatever, have, San I Francisco or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen the sequel.
0: I mean, that's a, I mean it's Sally Field, Michael J. Fox, voice no, actor well, in that. Yeah. It's great. That's great. You can't go wrong. All right. Well, taking a look beyond the zip code, we were just talking about Al Pacino, but I'm talking about an Al Pacino movie here in the zip code as well. Wow. After her run as Carly Reynolds on 90210, Hillary Swank appeared in Christopher Nolan's 2002 film Insomnia in the role of detective Ellie Burr. The film, which stars Al Pacino and Robin Williams, was an adaptation of a Norwegian film and follows a team of detectives working to solve a murder in Night Mute, Alaska. I bring that sounds up right because, up my alley. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. And I'm bringing it up because it's what my elf eyes saw over the weekend. Ah,
1: your elf we, uh, eyes, yes. yes.
0: Yes, we sat down and, and watched this movie. I mean, I'm a big Pacino fan, and Hilary Swank was great in it. She plays the detective who sort of idolizes Al Pacino's character and is kind of dismissed as being like, you know, the rookie. But like the more it goes on, you see how shrewd she is. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Hilary Swank it was must in It must not
1: be too gruesome if you watched it.
0: No, no. It isn't.
1: Check it out. All right. Let's see who's living in Beverly Hills. Hills. Our first episode, Back in the High Life, our synopsis is, Jack McKay is out of jail and turns his attention to Dylan's trust fund, much to Jim Walsh's dismay. Dylan invites the gang to a welcome home party in Jack's honor, but only Kelly attends, making Dylan's choice that much easier. Meanwhile, the follow over Mel and Jackie's split leaves David's future up in the air. At the Walsh home, Brandon's gambling hobby is escalating, and Brenda finally learns who Dylan was seeing while she was in Paris. It's who was it? It's finally
0: upon us. It's finally upon it's us. It's here. Sarah. It's here. How long? How did... long have we been waiting for this to come out? We've waited. Our guest cast for this time includes uh, director Bill Delia, and this was written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. Recurring players Josh Taylor, Valerie Wildman, Angela Espy, and Matthew Lawrence all return as the parents Jack and Christine, Jackie and Mel. A lot of Jacks and Jackies on the show. There really is, that? yeah. Okay. We have Ron Harper as Mickey Garwood, Jack's lawyer. He would return to the franchise two years later playing a pilot on Melrose Place, plus a variety of television shows like Love American Style, Dragnet, Planet of the Apes series, Land of the Lost, Boy Meets World, and The West Wing.
1: I've seen some some episodes of Love American Style.
0: Well, there you go. That's the the progenitor of Happy Days. Happy Days kind of spun out of that. Oh, did it? Yeah.
1: Interesting. And then
0: Happy Days was basically a spin off machine that kicked out <laughs> right, all sorts yes. of shows. So.
1: Yes, I did know that. All right, let's get into this episode. We start, we're following a limo. Jack yeah. is in the limo, and so is Dylan, and he's on the phone with Christine.
0: Yeah.
1: And Dylan is like, you know what? I like Christine. He's mm-hmm. decided he likes her. He's ready yeah, he to, to share that information.
0: Yeah. you like that little domestic moment they had. Yeah. You know,
1: Jack said he he doesn't really know how he got out, but he's, you know, not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. He's Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. accepting
0: it. Sure. Let's just trust Jack McKay.
1: Yeah. At the Balazs, they they pull up. There's cameras, reporters, and they're all, you know, hounding him as they're trying to walk into the hotel. And they ask him, what is he going to do now that he's out of jail? And of course, he says, I'm going to Disneyland,
0: going to Disney.
1: Jackie and Mel is the next scene. My word.
0: Long, long time since we've seen Mel.
1: This scene. I was real, I was like upset. Like this whole turn of Mel being the worst human being ever.
0: The worst person ever. Yeah, it's really it's like a big
1: nowhere. It really upset me. But basically they're arguing and he's like, I like women. I like I'm not going to apologize for that. And it's crazy. It was crazy of me to think I could just be with one woman. Basically, yes,
0: I know it's yeah. Uh, it is just like, OK, I guess we're doing this now. Mel's a big monster.
1: <laughs> and the girl he was with was like his 19 year old assistant Dental hygienist or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 19 years old. Yeah. Oh, so David and Kelly are like listening to the yelling and everything and having a conversation about it. They both feel bad for Aaron because now yeah aaron is born into you know just, yeah divorce never right just off the bat
0: broken home to start with i just can't believe the complete lack of i mean he says he's sorry but he's not apologizing you know what i mean like no. he's saying he's sorry for the situation they're now in but he's not saying i can't believe i would do this you know right, he's just kind of yeah. like yeah baby you he's know like, how it goes sorry
1: go i thought i could do it but i can't in and roll
0: in and whatnot Ugh. He, he, just, he doesn't care disgusting crazy crazy
1: david is worried because he doesn't know where he's gonna go he doesn't want to go live with his dad in an apartment uh he doesn't want to go live with his mom and is she in portland okay dylan calls and invites he and kelly to a party for his dad um david says he cannot go because he has to study that's all he does now is study yeah Uh, but kelly kelly's gonna go to the party At the Walsh house, Jim is very upset about Jack getting out of jail. Yeah. He's reading reading the paper, I think, and he's just on a rant about Mm -hmm. Jack McKay. Dylan calls and invites Brenda to go to the party, and she kind of tries to sneak out, but Jim is like, no, 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 no. You're not going to this party.
0: I don't fully understand just how much Jim is like anti-Jack McKay. Yeah. It just it just seems like a lot. And I thought again, not for the first time, that Smallville must have really been I was just the show. about
1: to say this is like Luther Jonathan
0: Kent yeah, and, Kent situation and, and Luther, exactly the same. It really is exactly the same. It's just this extreme if I even see that man's face, I will hit him with a frying pan. <laughs> you will never even look at him. Jim, have you learned nothing? Pump the brakes.
1: <laughs> I mean Lionel Luther was interested in Martha, so I kind well, of yes, understand the That's true. The, uh... that's true. Yes, but yes, it's exactly the same. That's what I was thinking. Yep. So yeah, he puts his foot down. Brenda's not going to this party. Mm-hmm. Next scene is at the Peach Pit. Steve is going to a basketball game. Brandon wants to put a bet on the game, and he uh, he wants Nat to put a buck on Cleveland, which I assume is a hundred dollars. Hundred,
0: probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably.
1: Andrea is there looking at magazines and she's decided she wants to change her hair color.
0: What a, what a fun B
1: plot for Andrea to have. What color hair is she going to have?
0: I did not understand the purpose of what was leading into this, why it was happening at all, but it was, not fun, and ultimately, well, we'll get there. Yeah. I do have to mention before we move too far past the Walsh kitchen that I loved that tiny countertop TV they were watching the Jack McKay stuff on. Oh. did you notice that? <laughs> it was I, didn't
1: really, I didn't really. Very throwback. It, I liked no. it. <laughs> so Andrea asks, I believe she's talking to she's talking to Steve, right, about hair color. Yeah. And yep. asking him about blondes and redheads. And he he says that blondes are practically the state flower
0: <laughs>
1: of California. <laughs> but he says, you know, the more radicaler, the better. He uses yep. the word radicaler.
0: Which she corrects, of course. Yes,
1: yes. But he's like, go for it. Do something crazy with your hair. Yep. That's the end of that conversation. At the hotel, we're having a swanky party for Jack McKay. Kelly arrives, and she's the only one to arrive so far. Dylan's pretty he says he's not, but he seems pretty bummed that everyone made excuses. It's
0: pretty lame that nobody came.
1: It's extremely like, it, lame. It is pretty lame. There's no reason for it. Yeah. Um but anyway, so all I wrote was tips to decorate your cell. I don't know what that means.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Jack was joking about how much time he'd been in there. He said, uh, he said, you know, you've been in there too long. and You're reading the prison newsletter for tips to how to decorate ah, yourself. OK, got it. I've got to say here about Jack. First of all, we have reference to it's This is later in the episode. But Brenda references the events from season one. Isn't it romantic where she first met Jack McKay? Right. And you remember that was Terrence Ford. It was a different actor playing Jack McKay then. Correct. I feel like this episode did a good job of merging the two Jack McKays that we know. Mm. Because we first saw that guy who was a real like wheeler dealer kind of business guy. And Josh Taylor's Jack McKay has been a lot more like, well, shoot, Dylan, y'all gotta (laughs) go to college (laughs) <laughs> you know, and this was the first time that like i we've seen jack mckay seeming like he is actually like a corporate businessman so the fact that they referenced the earlier scene and sort of now that jack's out and is wearing a suit is acting a little bit more like the jack we saw before i thought that kind of tied up something that always felt like a little bit of a continuity error to me so yeah props, props. if i wasn't
1: paying attention i would yeah. you know maybe think that this guy had been yeah, Jack for the whole
0: time. Now that you so. sort of see him back in the yeah, 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 mm-hmm. they did a nice job of it.
1: Yeah, so Kelly meets Jack and Christine, and they and
0: Christine's dress, right? Yeah, I liked it's just her like dress, a giant sequin. I liked she's it. Just, did you? Okay. Yeah, I
1: think she's super pretty.
0: She looks like a like a nineteen forties movie star. Yes, that's just her whole vibe.
1: Yeah. So Jack, they were talking to his lawyer. The lawyer leaves, and they're kind of commenting. Dylan and Christine are commenting on. There's not a lot of people at this party. Not a lot of people showed up. Yeah, and right. Christine is like, well, mm-hmm. he had more money in the old days. He doesn't have money yeah. now, so he has less friends. Yeah. Next scene is at the Walsh house. Brandon is watching the game. Brenda comes in and is very upset about Kelly going to the party and mm-hmm. what that means. And she's trying to talk to Brandon about it. But he's like, let me alone. I'm watching the game. Then she tries yeah, to turn perfect. off the game. And he kind of... Does he yell at her? he He turns it back on.
0: I mean, it's clear it's clear that he's a little obsessed. You know, it's not a natural reaction. Certainly. Yes.
1: And so finally, she's like, you're gambling a lot (laughs) like she she brings up like why is this such a big deal yeah then he goes off on her. he's like i'm trying to like my life is so boring all i do is study and go to school and this adds some excitement to my life and what's the problem Mm -hmm. with that and she's like whatever and she leaves bye (laughs) bye back at the (laughs) party kelly and dylan are talking on outside on the balcony Kelly is telling Dylan all about, you know, what's going on with Mel and Ke- and uh, Jackie. And they're, you know, kind of talking, just talking about like, it, oh, I wish yeah. this didn't happen again. Like, you'd think I'd be yeah. used to it by now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that's such a, that's so difficult about this twist, I think, is because you, we've invested so much time showing that Mel's just sort of like basically a nerd. You know what I mean? Like, that's how he's been presented as sort of a like, yeah. Jackie, of course, I love you. I'm an orthodontist. You know? Yeah. And now he's kind of like, hey, one woman's not enough for old Mel Silver. Yeah. You know, it's just it's bizarre. And so I feel like they're all the characters are having to react like really suddenly to this thing. And, and also kind of work in kind of retconning. No, it's always been like this. We promise. So it, it makes for kind of a weird scene, I think, here. But yeah. What are you going to
1: do? What are you going to do? Dylan asks Kelly to stay the night, mm. um, which she says no to. But then he wants to go swimming so yes. they do they
0: go buy her a swimsuit in the lobby i guess this, this pool scene i remember this like it is <laughs> tattooed on my brain from like the first time i watched it you know because i was like oh he's gonna choose Brenda! you know like it was just it was a huge deal so i remember this so well when it was leaning, I was like, oh, I remember this, you know. So that brought back some childhood memories.
1: So, yeah, they're they're in the pool. They're talking about memories of a pool party they had in that same pool. Then they do some play fighting, which, of course, leads to making out yeah. in the pool. Sexy play fighting, sure. And Kelly's like, what if Brenda had come tonight instead yeah. of me?
0: I would like to hear the answer to that, actually. But she would, doesn't really press him on it. I would know? as
1: well. But he's like, you know what? She didn't come and... Kelly,
0: I choose you. Yeah. Like, Pokemon, I choose you. I'm just, I'm frustrated by this. Because, first of all, I think that he would choose Kelly. You know, so it's not like I think that he, I just feel like he has never, ever, like, had his feet to the fire. Like, he's never had to risk anything. You know, it's just like, whatever you want, my man, you can have either one of us. And here, like, Kelly's not even like, I. you know, I think... Probably if that's what you really want to do, talk to me in a week and see yeah. if you still feel the same way rather than just like, yeah, Brenda's not here. Let's make out. I mm-hmm. guess this solves that. You know, it's, it's hard to
1: think clearly when your legs are wrapped around each other in a pool.
0: So I would imagine. So, yeah, I would think so.
1: So Kelly is like, if we're doing this, we've got to tell Brenda about the summer. We have yes. to tell her that we were together in the summer. What do Dylan, you think about that? he doesn't really want to do it, but she is like, we we need to. They should have told her forever
0: ago, in my yes, opinion. Yes, I know. It's just... I Look, I guess if they're all intending to, like, have a friendship going forward, that's probably not a secret that they can keep. Right. But on the other hand, you know, like, it's only going to hurt people to yeah. tell it. It's all in the past. Like, they're not together anymore. I just... I feel like there's maybe a discussion there about whether it was the right move to tell Brenda... <laughs> Whether that it was more a move to like soothe their conscience, or if it was actually something that like they owed Brenda, what do you think?
1: Uh, for Kelly, I think it it's been weighing on her for a long time. Yeah, you're right. So I feel like she needed to clear the air for her for yeah. herself at least.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Next. Uh, you know what? We this is actually a perfect time to mention this too. Sorry, we put up a poll. We put up a poll on Twitter to see who everybody thought Dylan should choose. Ah, uh, yes. And weirdly, uh, Brenda was the winner. <laughs> Brenda won. Yeah. That is okay. weird. I have conflicted feelings about it because I feel like for me, I might say like maybe Brenda is like end game. You know what I mean? But like mm. now season three, I feel like you got to go Kelly. So I was a little surprised that people were quite so on team Brenda at this point. You know, I'm
1: Dylan and Kelly should be together forever. That's where I'm at. Wow.
0: OK. We'll All see, right. We'll see All how right, I we'll change. we we'll but... you We'll see if you get your way. But thanks again to everybody who uh, submitted answers to our poll. And that's on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And remember, the O is a zero. That's a But yeah, Kelly, uh, Kelly was the big one. Uh, 66.7% 60, of votes went wow. for Brenda. Wow. Yeah. That's All crazy. Right. All right. Back to the episode. All
1: right. Next scene is at the beauty supply store. Donna and Andrea are shopping for a hair color. And Donna is, of course, giving her tips. She says that red would be- go better with her skin tone, yeah. which, mm-hmm. I mean, a blonde would definitely be the wrong choice for Andrea.
0: I would say so. I feel like yeah. that would
1: look terrible. And she says that she doesn't want to go to Yale looking like a geek. So I guess mm, that's her reason okay. for doing this.
0: I suppose. Sure.
1: At the Belage, the next morning, they're eating breakfast. Jack... Is talking about money, and he says he managed to stash away a little bit that the lawyers and everyone couldn't get their hands on. Then yeah. he brings up Dylan's money and says that Dylan should be investing his trust fund money, I guess. Yeah. And he wonders if Jim is doing a good job with mm-hmm. Dylan's finances.
0: Yeah. Brings it And up. I think Dylan's response there is more like he thinks Jim is just being like ultra conservative with the money, putting it in like not high risk things. And so it's like steadily growing, but he's never going to like hit a big like windfall when something pays off. Jim's not gambling with the money. Right. You know, and I think Jack is Jack is really just trying to sow the seeds of doubt in here about like, is this the best place for your money? Because there's no good way. There's no good way to be like, Dylan, why don't you give me your money? Yeah, <laughs> I just got out of prison for racketeering, you know, just. <laughs> It's not a good transition,
1: yeah, cut to the Walsh House, Jim is again reading the paper about Jack McKay. Brenda is very mad at Jim for not letting her go to the party and, you know, brings up that Kelly was there and what yeah. that could mean
0: right.
1: Jim then gets a call from Jack who says that he thinks they should get together and talk about yeah. things. Brenda Please. wonders what's going on, and she is worried about Dylan. I-
0: I feel like they should, honestly. Like, if Jim is managing his whole trust fund and, like, Jack, as his father, is going to be back in his life, then it does make sense for them to have a conversation. But Jim is so, like, so, so against Jack. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a little odd to me. I, I don't fully understand it. But mm-hmm. Jim's irrational. He's an irrational guy. He feels nothing in small bursts. You know what I mean? He feels with his whole balding self. <laughs>
1: Next, we have a little scene between Mel and David where they're talking about, you know, the situation and Mel says
0: Mel, uh,
1: he says he has a problem with monogamy and that he's sorry for David that it's affecting him this way. Yeah. He says he's getting a two-bedroom apartment and that David's, you know, going to come live with him. And David is not for this. And he says, no. I don't know why I have to lose a sister because you can't keep your hands off a girl in a white uniform. Mm-hmm. And then he storms off.
0: Yeah. Poor no, David. It was just, yeah. it was Seriously. Yeah. Poor everyone. I just yeah. – it makes no sense that Mel would, like, get married again. It like, feels like they were just like,
1: again? what? Someone's in a nice relationship? We got to break yeah, that
0: up. I know. I know. But I would have liked an episode or two seeing some changes with Mel. I don't know yeah, why we're to It's rush. too sudden. You know what I'm saying? It's it it is. Sudden. It really is.
1: Next scene is at school. Dylan is being very flirty with Kelly at school. Yeah. she He wants Kelly to come to dinner, but she is concerned about Brenda yeah brenda then walks up and she says she's sorry she couldn't come to the party her hair looks a lot darker in this scene speaking of hair color Mm -mm. i don't know why it just looks like they dyed it like black
0: i didn't notice this scene in particular but i have felt a few times that they have gone like a real real like true black with her hair which i like i think it looks good
1: i like it too yeah it definitely looks good Brenda mentions the to Kelly the first time she met Jack. She brings up how yeah. awful it was and how yeah. her and he and Dylan had this awful conversation. And Kelly's like, "Oh well, it wasn't like that for me. Yeah, <laughs> was a little different." Dylan then finds Brandon and Steve, and he makes it known that he is very upset with them for not going to the party.
0: It's cold. I'm telling you what. They all know, like, what Dylan's been through, like, with his parents and everything. So for Jack to get released and everyone to blow it off, I think, is, is pretty cold.
1: Yeah. Steve. I mean, Steve was just going to a game, and Brandon had to work. Yeah. So, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Next scene is at Donna's house, and they're dyeing Andrea's hair. David tells her she looks like a human jello mold. Andrea thinks that David should just stay with Jackie and Kelly. He's like, why can't you stay with them? But David David doesn't think Jackie would go for that. It's
0: unusual. I mean, that would be unusual, I think. It would be, yeah. Because it's not like they've been married for years and years. It's like months at this point. So it is kind of strange. Yeah. You know. At
1: the Peach Pit, we learn that Nat forgot to place Brandon's bet.
0: (laughs) He was supposed (laughs) to
1: win... He was supposed to win. Yeah. He was supposed to win more than a couple hundred. He was owed a hundred bucks. And uh, yeah. So Nat feels really bad. Steve then is like wondering at Nat's intentions. Yeah. Like, did he do this on purpose?
0: Yeah. Steve's Steve's kind of saying, well, maybe Nat's just pocketing the money. Yeah. Steve's accusing Nat of cheating Brandon.
1: Right. So then Nat comes back and tries to give Brandon a hundred dollars. Yeah. And Brandon is like, you know what? If you want to... Make it right. Give me Duke's number so I can place my own bets. Yep. Nat doesn't feel great about this, but he is talked into it.
0: It's insane to me that Nat would do this. Insane. Him going and placing a bet for the when they were all like looking at horses and stuff, and it was like a cute little thing. Even that was a bad idea, you know. But going to the next level of like regularly placing bets for Brandon, who's underage, I just. that is some seriously bad judgment on Nat's part and now he can see that brandon's like kind of teetering on the edge and he does it anyway for why i just don't understand
1: i think he thinks well they even say they're like i'm a boy scout what am i gonna do it'll be fine all right so i think he trusts brandon too much Mm
0: -hmm. i hope brandon doesn't like kneecaps i
1: I know (laughs) All right. At Jim's office, Dylan and Jack are there to talk about his money. And Jack says that he wants to manage Dylan's money. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Yeah. Jack wants to, he wants to completely dissolve the trust. Yeah. And just manage Dylan's money for him. Jim is very uncomfortable with this. They end up asking Dylan to leave the room. Mm-hmm. And Jack says that Jim's services are no longer necessary jim is like i can't in good faith support this yeah
0: yeah and well, he brings it up he was like your father is just convicted of like federal rocketeering charges like he can't be he can't be like a custodian of this so i mean it's insane yeah and jack's saying basically like yeah i'll get iris to do it whatever yeah don't worry about it because
1: they need iris they need yeah iris jack and dylan have to sign off on it so no
0: iris iris jim and dylan jim
1: oh not jack jack's not involved at
0: all jim could not sign and they wouldn't be able to break the trust
1: Gotcha. so even
0: if iris and dylan both want it like jim does have like equal power at that point so he's i think he's going to be put in a very bad position i see i see
1: all right, at the Walsh house, Brandon wants a calculator from Brenda, who is very cold to him because of their earlier encounter about the yeah. gambling. And he It'll he comes fight. in to, yeah, to talk to her about that. But then she brings up Jack, and she's worried that Jim is right about Jack. Yeah. And uh, she's worried about Dylan.
0: Yeah. Brandon is wearing one of those Wyatt Earp shirts that a few, like Dylan wore one a while back. Did you notice it? Mm-mm. It's like a sweatshirt with buttons, but not like buttons straight down, like you couldn't open it in two. It has like a little bib cutout section that's all buttoned down. I do not remember this as a style. So maybe <laughs> maybe they were trying to make it happen. I was going to say. But I, <laughs> it was stupid is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> he looked dumb.
1: At the hotel, they are toasting. It's uh, Kelly, Dylan, Christine, and Jack. They're toasting that. Everything went well with Jim, I guess. And they're going to yeah. be in charge of his money. Jack is very, very certain that Iris is going to sign yeah. and allow them to do this. Jack then takes a call in the other room. Dylan and Kelly are talking about like why he's doing this. And he says he cares more about his dad than the money. Mm-hmm. But then as we're listening to Jack on the phone, he is promising someone the money. Yep. He's like, I'm going to get the money.
0: Stupid Jack.
1: You just do what you're doing and I'm getting the money.
0: Freaking stupid Jack. Stupid Jack and stupid Mel should just get in the boat and just drive
1: away. Men are I scum. Men are scum,
0: Nick. Kendra. I guess that's the point. <laughs> I guess that's the point here.
1: Later on at the hotel, Kelly says she had a great time and they do a little kissing.
0: A kiss. And a kiss, kiss.
1: A kiss, kiss. And Dylan asks her again to stay with yeah. him. Yeah. But she she's still worried about Brenda. She's worried that Brenda's gonna stop talking to her. Yeah, which wouldn't be crazy if she did. No,
0: no, no. Makes a lot of sense actually.
1: And they decide they're they're gonna tell her after school the next day. Yep. At the Taylor house, Jackie is upset because Kelly is home at two a.m. and she she at first comes out yelling at her, but (laughs) then she's like, "Yeah, she's like, oh, you're right. It's fine."
0: Kelly's like, when the heck did you ever care about when I got home? And Jackie's like, mm, yeah, good point. Okay, listen. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like the media turnaround.
1: Yeah. Mel isn't there. He's gone to a hotel and they hear Aaron <laughs> Freaking crying. Mel. Freaking yep. Mel. And they go in to check on Aaron and David is in there taking yep. care of Aaron. Yep. And Kelly well, asks, why does David have to go? And Jackie says, he doesn't, that he can stay. Yeah. And I've really was my heart was really warmed by the scene
0: i know I it agree. made me
1: really happy <laughs> it's so that nice. they were gonna let david stay i know he genuinely really wanted to
0: yeah well I, mean, I think he
1: genuinely loves kelly and jackie
0: i know neither kelly nor david have ever had a sibling before you know and yeah. now they, they share this sibling and they have each other and it's like all the other uncertainty like they really in this short time have really become like a family unit i feel like in a way that neither david nor kelly has ever really like had before mm-hmm. so yeah it, i agree with you i i love this i yeah, love it
1: very sweet the yeah. next day at school brenda asked dylan if he wants to go to a movie and he kind of you know is like oh. yeah he's very vague he's like i can't <laughs> oh. and like,
0: what someone's yeah. calling me i gotta go
1: brenda <laughs> says he's she's very worried about their dads coming between them which yeah he's like oh well
0: yeah <laughs> i don't <laughs> what know do you about dad's coming between them? <laughs>
1: Andrea is very excited about her new hair. Yes. David says that it doesn't look different. I disagree. I don't think it's crazy different, but I think it is a little different.
0: Well, yes. I mean, when I when I first saw it, I was like, wait, I don't understand. It's the same. It, I mean, you can tell that the color is like the tint is a little bit, a little bit like She was just highlighting
1: it. She was highlighting it red. I think you can tell.
0: But I don't think it was. I don't see. That was the thing. I didn't think it was red highlights. I felt like her whole hair was just like slightly more red than it was before.
1: Mm, I saw the highlights.
0: All right. Did you like it?
1: I did. I I did like it. David says that his dad taught him beautiful women like to be told they're smart and smart women like to be told they're beautiful. And Donna's like, well, which am I? (laughs) And he kind of has to be like, you're both beautiful and
0: smart, beautiful and smart. Play the next song.
1: We learn that Brandon won his latest bet, I guess. Yeah. Andrea comes in and he's like, so Steve, Brandon, do you notice anything? Steve, Steve <laughs> finally notices and then they have yeah. like a little conversation. But and does as, he,
0: that's my question. Does I think he, he does. notice? I, I think he does. Okay. Because I sort of felt like he was like, yes, I do notice. And now I'm leaving. Goodbye.
1: Brandon, but Brandon can't figure it out. He's no, like, what are you talking
0: about? Why are they so afraid of a Steve-Andrea coupling? Just give it to us. <laughs> Just give it to us.
1: Dylan and Brandon are then in class. Dylan calls Brandon B. Does he normally call Brandon B?
0: Uh, that is a thing. I don't remember if up until this point it's happened. Okay, Well, I really
1: noticed it right here. But okay. uh, Nick, this is an all is forgiven moment.
0: It sure is. They yeah. both
1: apologize yep. and forgive each other
0: I'll forgive it it was a nice moment they yeah. were like you don't have to prove your loyalty to me my homie
1: <laughs> Dylan <laughs> says that Brandon probably won't be seeing him much yeah
0: because uh, of what's uh, about uh. to go down
1: yep and tells him to look after Brenda because she's gonna need it she'll be hopeless without dylan she's gonna yeah. need
0: looking after she is gonna need it yeah look out for a man I, I always hate that but yeah she, she's sister is he not gonna look out for her like he needs <laughs> dylan to come and be like be be <laughs> look out for Bren. you know i no, mean
1: I w- so. one time brenda left dylan at a uh drug den that's true no Very... she left brandon, brandon yeah that's what i downstairs. meant that's what i meant he was
0: like ain't nobody got time for this yeah, you guys stay so... here I'm coked out of your minds <laughs>
1: So after school, Kelly and Dylan show up at the Walsh house to talk to Brenda, yeah. and it is very awkward with them it at is the door. So
0: awkward, yeah. Yep. She's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> let me go get a jacket." <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So You're they go read between the lines there, Brenda. They go on a walk,
1: and Brenda is very upset by oh just the initial news yes. Oh, yes, of his she choice. Which She's is- like, "I'm going home. Right. I don't want to hear about this," which. I don't know like did i mean she says this later but she must have really thought that he was going to choose her yeah but anyway which
0: it's just crazy so that then they're
1: like crazy. don't go home there's actually more and then I know. they tell her about the summer she's obviously very upset about the lying and she asks if they slept together which kelly yeah. immediately is like no yeah and then Brenda's like, "Why are you doing this to me?"
0: <laughs> I know this whole scene to me, like I just like watching this scene critically, you know. Again, like yeah. seeing it again, I feel like they should have taken an, another take at it, you know. Been like, <laughs> "All right, we got one sloppy one. Let's uh, let's do one again for real. Let's put some on <laughs> film here because." Like Shannon Doherty, like acting wise, I feel like she's just a little erratic, you yeah. know, in this, like a little bit maybe more than you want. And I feel like Dylan is so aggressive in a way that does not make sense to me. Yeah. You know, he's really being like, Why did you just shut up, Brenda? You know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. I thought he was just like really intense and I he's, didn't really understand it. Yeah, but... he's
1: he's over it, I think.
0: I guess so. He's I mean he's ready to move all... on. Like when you pull at each individual thread, it does kind of make sense because Dylan is Dylan's putting this out there that like we did nothing wrong, but he's, he feels guilty about it. You know, he feels guilty about the summer and everything and the way it went down. And, and you know, like Brenda, I think even like she didn't think that Dylan was going to choose Kelly, but I feel like she also thought that if he did, that she could handle it. But then in the moment, she's just like she wants to burn everything. You know, But I just thought that scene was just a little sloppy. And it sure was dramatic.
1: It It was. was It was. Yeah. So she says, I hate you both. Never talk to me again. Yeah. And she storms off. Yeah. Dylan says, she'll be all right. And Kelly says, I hope so. But will we?
0: Yeah. And and that's the end of the Um, episode. um, uh, That's the end. What did you think of the episode?
1: (laughs) I liked this episode for a lot of reasons. I liked the whole David, Jackie, Kelly thing. And I also liked that we finally are to this point with Kelly that, you know, they finally told her and we got that whole thing done. So yeah, yeah, there there were a lot of things I liked about this episode. It wasn't perfect, but I I did enjoy watching it.
0: To me, I feel like I'm having kind of a different reaction. So now at this point, I've seen this episode three times, like once in 93, once in like 2008 or something, when my wife and I rewatched the show. And now, You know, and this time I'm finding myself like wholly unsatisfied, I think, with the way things are going, like the way it first comes out where they run into Rick and and, uh, Brenda and Rick and Kelly Mm -hmm. and Dylan run into each other at the restaurant. I think is kind of like a letdown. And then like the reveal here, the way that Dylan chooses Kelly, like to me, it's all just kind of like very unsatisfying. Do you know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. I can see why why, I can see why you say that. I, okay. I don't know. I just think the whole making him choose was dumb because I think Kelly was, was the really clear dumb. choice. They were yeah. wanting to be together, and then for some reason, Brenda came back, and he was still slightly interested in Brenda, like enough, yeah. to, enough to go along with this whole ultimatum thing. So I didn't love that aspect of it. I wish okay. that when she came back, they had just had it out then and told yeah, her. me too. And... Me too. Moved on.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. I just think like pacing wise, it sort of feels like we've already moved on from this. And so to be like doing it again so much later, just sort of feels like, ugh, yeah. okay. Like, I'm, I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad it's out and we can like see what happens next. But, um, I was a little underwhelmed with that. But but the Kelly-David stuff, I feel like, did, did elevate the episode. And I do like the way they kind of meshed the two Jack McKays together. I think, story-wise, I think they, that was a good thing to do. What was your nine two one oh 2 snap?
1: The obvious one is the scene at the, at the very end with Brenda. But yeah. I also feel like all of the Mel conversations were just true. like, oh my That's goodness. True. Yeah. It made me very I, angry.
0: I feel like... For me it's still probably the pool scene makeout because it is such a oh, like yeah. like what if Brenda had come she didn't you know it's very dramatic like if every was there was going to be saxophone in this episode yes. it would have been in that pool so yep. uh, I got to give it to the pool scene
1: All right, fair enough. All right,
0: should we take a look at episode two?
1: Let's do it. Our next episode is Parental Guidance Recommended. Our synopsis is, Dylan agrees to share his trust fund with Jack, but they can't access it without permission from Dylan's mother. Back at Casa Walsh, Brenda is distraught over Dylan and Kelly's relationship, and Brandon begins lavishly spending, thanks to a recent string of gambling wins. David is on the heels of his big break, but has to fire Steve in order for the deal to go forward. Andrea runs into old friend Jordan Bonner at the Yale Mixer. And Kelly has a disastrous first meeting with Iris McKay, who astral projects herself to Dylan's house three hours early.
0: Director for this episode was Gwen Arner, written by Chip Johannesson. We have recurring players Stephanie Beecham and Josh Taylor return as Iris and Jack McKay, the first time we've seen these two together. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. We have Michael Anthony Rollins returning as Jordan Bonner, which was a fun surprise. I knew we would saw him again, but I couldn't remember like in what context. So it was cool to have him back. Raymond O'Connor makes his first of three appearances as Curtis Bray, the agent manager, whatever the music whatever. guy. Whatever, yeah. Uh, Many TV and movie appearances, including things like Sister, Sister, Boy Meets World, CSI, Seinfeld, and Hill Street Blues. And finally, and this was almost like a blink and you miss it cameo, but I just really like this actress. So I'm going to tell you, Sharon Lawrence played Paulette. This was Curtis's assistant out in the front room. Ah. Uh, This was one of her very first on-screen roles. She's best known for playing ADA Sylvia Costas in NYPD Blue. Uh, Also known for the sitcom Fired Up, as well as notable guest roles, including Amelia Earhart on Star Trek Voyager, Maisie Gibbons on Desperate Housewives, and Lisa Fusco on Monk. At the time we're recording right now, she's appearing on the CW's Dynasty reboot alongside fellow 90210 alum, Grant Show.
1: Ah, Good info, Nick. Thank you. Let's get into this episode. I
0: would love it if we did.
1: We start with Brenda. She's looking over memories, and I hope you like fantasies, because we've got a couple of them in this. Uh, She has a fantasy where she's having- Andrea's on
0: a (laughs) tightrope.
1: She's having a very level-headed conversation with Kelly and Dylan, and she's like, you know what? I forgive you. And they're like, great. Let's all be adults. We can be friends. And then- she whips out an axe and sure comes does. at them with an axe.
0: <laughs> she sure does. I
1: tend to like the fantasies where someone is trying to murder someone else. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what like that an- means.
0: Andrea's prom fantasy. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. in
1: the- at Dylan's house, Kelly and Dylan are making out on the couch. She's trying to get them to clean the house because Iris is coming, but he obviously does pretty, not want to.
0: Pretty saucy makeout for '90s TV.
1: Yeah, very saucy. It really was. Yeah. He asked Kelly to come to the airport to pick up Iris, but she's like, uh, that's probably not the place where I want to meet your mom for the yeah. first time. Yeah. As they're making out on the couch, Iris shows up in a taxi. Yeah.
0: She and the, got, the place she's is She's there trashed. early.
1: Yeah. We've oh, never it's seen, so dirty. We've never
0: seen this house messy. And this looks like, I don't know, it looks like the movie Animal House just <laughs> took place in Dylan's house. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Dylan, uh, so she's like ringing the doorbell and he's like, it's my mom. And Kelly like runs away down the hall to the room to redress herself, I guess. She wasn't wasn't really undressed, but whatever. She was
0: rumpled. Yeah. I don't know why she doesn't just leave. Like, I don't know why she just doesn't walk out the back door. Yeah, That's what I would do. Just go, girl. Yeah, but no.
1: Dylan finally answers the door. And after awkwardly saying hello, lets Iris in and- iris um is like oh i'm surprised brenda hasn't kept the house clean i know she likes a clean house and blah 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 and then kelly comes out she's missed a few buttons on her sweater and iris Mm -hmm. is very unimpressed she is with kelly yeah uh ask kelly her sign and uh kelly doesn't give an answer but it's clear that iris does not like kelly
0: oh here's a little funny bit in dylan's fantasy a few episodes back, where he was thinking about what it would be like if he married Kelly. Uh, Kelly gets that emerald gift from him, and she's like, "This is Brenda's birthstone." But then Iris says that Brenda's a Scorpio, so her birthstone can't be emerald. Oh. So explain that nine oh two one oh. Oh, good catch! This show's trash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next scene is at the Peach Pit. Steve wants credit for this record label being interested in David. He he wants back in. He's like, I got you. I got your music in front of them. I should be the one to go with you to this meeting.
0: The stupidity of Steve and Herbert Little breaking into the school and like the complete lack of fallout from that was just a waste of our time. Yeah, it was. Because we're right back here with this storyline. It's just it's a pain. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it.
1: So after much arguing, David finally relents to let Steve come to this meeting with the record label. Brandon is looking at CD players for his car, which uh, are very expensive, but apparently he has the money. Andrea is talking about she's invited to a tea in a very ritzy part of town Mm -hmm. for uh, all the prospective students going to Yale next year. And she's worried maybe she doesn't belong there. You know, she's not going to be like these other rich kids going to Yale.
0: This is so frustrating to me because I 100% blame Gil Myers for Andrea's feelings about yes. this. Yes. Because she was just like on this great trajectory. And he comes in with this stupid, close cropped beard being like, I don't know, Andrea. You're not a man. So. They've really been
1: making Annoying. Andrea second guess like everything herself lately. Yeah. And I don't like it.
0: I don't like it either. It's like they just. They they made her this really like strong, independent character. And they're like, that doesn't really gel with what we're doing. So this week she's going to have a makeover. And this <laughs> week she doesn't think she's good enough. yeah Frustrating.
1: Kelly comes in talking about Iris and how she was very judgmental towards her. And all Iris wanted to do was talk about Brenda. Apparently she yep. brought Brenda a gift.
0: Brenda, Brenda, Brenda.
1: Brandon says that he doesn't want to be in the middle of Kelly and Brenda. Kelly tries to get some information about Brenda, but he's yep. like, eh, I don't." let's not talk about it. Yep. At the Walsh house, I wrote that Brandon is wearing that blue shirt a lot. I think hmm. he wore it in the last episode, too. I can't even yeah. remember what it looked like, but he's worn it several times. Look,
0: with his peach pitting and his gambling, he doesn't have time. He just throws on <laughs> that comfy blue shirt. gambles his life away tries to buy a cd player for a classic mustang
1: so he's talking to brenda and he he feels like he he says he doesn't know what brenda wants to know like he mentions like kelly asked about her but he he doesn't know how much he should be telling brenda and this is where brenda says that she never thought that she would lose yeah against kelly
0: oh honey Oh, girl, that's it was naive of her, but it was very naive, especially since she would already broken up and ended their relationship by the time the choosing came along. Yeah. So
1: So Brandon, you know, comforts her about this. And then as he's leaving, uh, she calls him mom. She's like, Mm good night, mom. Because I guess he's momming her, which I thought was funny. Apparently, yeah. The next morning, Brandon is still looking at CD players. Jim Mm -hmm. and Cindy are surprised that Brandon has the money for a CD player. And he's like, "Ah, I've been working. I've been saving my money. Sure has. Brenda walks in and everyone is very weird. They are like, hi, Brenda. And you, how?
0: How are you? I know. And again, it's like. Her ex-boyfriend is still her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it's not a huge change because she already knew that they were like dating. Whatever. Well, I
1: think it's just because she's been very down. Yeah, so. I guess that's true. But Bre- Brenda says again. that she – yeah, that's the solution. She, she just wants everyone to act normal mm-hmm. and Jim is like, well, I'm managing his money and she's like, just keep it confidential what you need to keep confidential. I'll be fine. Cut to Jim's office. I wrote, Ugh, that stupid Jim sweater.
0: Mm, I yep. dislike this sweater. Yeah, it's not a great look. Iris. No is wonder there. Dottie married someone else and I left know.
1: him. Iris is there to draft a new letter for the trust that would yeah. keep Jack from getting the money. Mm-hmm. And she says Totally that-
0: unnecessary, <laughs> by the way. I don't understand yeah, the purpose I, of that, but I don't all right. either. Okay. She says
1: that what Dylan wants to hear is that he has a father. Yeah. And Jim's like, all you got to do is say no. You just have to not agree to this. And he won't do anything.
0: Darn it. If these characters didn't put me on Jim Walsh's side, it makes me so mad. But I'm like, (laughs) just listen to Jim. Yeah.
1: At the Balage, Dylan is watching Jack shave (laughs) in the bathroom. Dylan brings up that Iris thinks that Jack is going to rip him off. Yeah. And Jack is like, well, do you think that? And he's like, I don't know. But, you know, I want to trust you. And I want to, you know, I want you to be part of my life. So Yeah. And... You know what I
0: think? I think this show struggles with this a lot. That most of the time, they treat the characters like they're just full-fledged, like, reasoning adults. Yeah. But there are sometimes in situations like this where they have to, like, kind of pull that back and be like, no, this is an insecure child. Yeah. You know? And I feel like this is one where it's kind of like, why is Dylan being so like immature about this. Like, why can't he, you know, I think it's, I a mean, really, it's...
1: it's really weird for his character who has always been adversarial with Jack yes. and very yeah. mistrusting of Jack. And now yes. all of a sudden he's yeah. like, you know what? You manage my money, dad. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a weird character move.
0: It is. It really is. Like they, they had kind of a connection in the Thanksgiving episode but then it just went right from Jack being out and Dylan being like, where do I sign to give all the money to my dad who steals money? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just don't. That's what I mean. It's like you got to it's hard to take him back and forth between like Dylan is an adult. Dylan is a child like looking for his dad's approval. It's it's kind of a whiplash moment.
1: Agreed. So Jack suggests that Dylan take her for a drive to mm-hmm. this place called Ojai, which is yeah. a place that she really likes.
0: Let's manipulate Iris. Sure. Let's
1: yeah. do it. So the next morning at Dylan's house, Iris is meditating and smoothing on the porch. Of and yes. Dylan, again, there's no guest room, I guess, in this house because he's just like Fairly sleeping not. on the couch. I
0: guess. Yeah. Um, and
1: they're like talking through the screen door. One and bedroom he, house. Yeah. He suggests that they go to Ojai. And she's yeah. very surprised at this change in yeah. Dylan. She's like, wow, sure. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Dylan says he wants the three of them, her, Jack, and him, to sit down and talk. And so he, she talks him into having dinner with Jack that night after they get back. Yeah. At the well, record Dylan, studio. I think it
0: was, it was Jack. Jack kind of called it. He said that she wouldn't bother getting on a plane and coming there if she wasn't open to the idea of dissolving the trust, mm. you know? And that's true. I mean, she doesn't have any reason to be there at this point. I think especially if they're trying to pressure her to sign for the chat, like she shouldn't come, you know, yeah. she should be like, nah, no, nah. <laughs> you know, but she's there where she can be manipulated. Hard you know? pass. So, yeah. I don't know.
1: All right. At the record studio, Steve is ready to deal. He's in his red blazer.
0: Oh yeah. He,
1: he's all business. Yes, he is. And they, you know, he comes in pretty fast. Yeah. And the lady, uh, the, uh, what was her name? Paulette.
0: Paulette. That's she, right. Sharon Lawrence. She,
1: she goes in to tell the man, manager, I guess. Curtis Bray. I don't know what he is. That, uh, that they're there, and she comes back out, and he, she's like, he'll see you as soon as he can. Mm-hmm. So they're going to make him sit and
0: wait for yep, a bit. Yeah, Power move.
1: At the Yale Tea, Andrea is being incredibly awkward. Sure. She's like trying to get food, but she also has a clutch, and she's trying to get tea, and. A guy comes up to her and thinks he recognizes her. And she's like, no, that I'm not the person you're thinking of. My family's from here. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> pish, <laughs> pish posh. <laughs> yeah, and walks that
0: away. Nice.
1: Then she runs into Jordan, <gasps> who is also back. going to Yale. Yes, he is. And he, they kind of have a uh, a little conversation where... I forget who says it, but she's like, I think it's her. She's like, are these people? And he's like, yes. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) And (laughs) she thinks she's the only one there on a scholarship. But Jordan is also there on a scholarship. Yeah. Back at the record studio, the guy, what's his name again? Curtis Bray. Curtis Bray comes out of the bathroom. And he is very glad that David has a unique look, which he doesn't. He he really Mm-mm. looks like no. Vanilla Ice at this he point. He does,
0: yeah, exactly
1: yeah. like Vanilla Ice.
0: Sure does. Yeah, more. He looks more like Vanilla Ice than Vanilla Ice ever did.
1: He talks about he found a producer who wants to produce David's record, and Steve is like, "Doesn't that guy have a drug problem?" And you know, Steve, Steve's playing hardball in this. Yeah, uh, in this meeting. Oh yeah, yeah. Then the guy kind of is like, "All right, we'll do the deal," and he he kicks. He kind of is like shooing them out of mm-hmm. the thing. Tells them to take him down the hall so Donna can pick out as many CDs as she wants. Load up.
0: Load up on free CDs, And when baby. Steve
1: is out of the room, he tells David to lose the yuts. He wants yeah. him to get rid of Sanders or there's no deal.
0: So he doesn't want a teenage Billy Rose, which I thought was kind of a funny, <laughs> deep cut.
1: <laughs> Back at the T. Andrea says that she's going to get a job while she's at school. But Jordan says he's got a full ride. Yeah. Full ride to Yale. You know it. Yeah. You know it. And then they, as they're talking, the guy from earlier who thought he knew Andrea walks by, and he's talking to his friend, and he's like, oh, yes, I know her from town. Very droll.
0: Everyone here is Thurston Howell the Third. Everyone. <laughs> Every single person.
1: Back at the Walsh home, Brenda is looking through... The, looking at the photo booth pictures that her and Kelly oh, just took. Oh,
0: no. And
1: we get another fantasy where Cindy comes in and is like, Kelly's there. And Kelly comes in. They, again, have a very rational conversation very where they nice. decide to be friends. Level-headed. And, and then she <laughs> she's like, Kelly, there's something in your hair. And she cuts off part of Kelly's hair. Big old
0: chunk of Kelly's hair, yeah. Yep. yep.
1: So, yeah, so she's uh, she's packing up all her memories into this It box. makes me very
0: sad. Cutting the photo booth picture into and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's sad. I don't, I don't like it. It, it makes sad. me sad.
1: Back at the Balage, Jack, Iris, and Dylan are talking over drinks. Iris is thinking about starting a school in Hawaii, I guess. Sure, of course. Yeah. Dylan offers money. He's like, oh, I can help you start your mm-hmm. school. And Iris is like, wait a minute. I see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Jack put you up to being nice to me today. Yeah. And she's like, nope, I'm out of here. I'm not not dealing with this. And she tells Jack that he's the only father in America who's in it for the money.
0: Yeah. And this is such a strong move for Iris. I really liked it. You know, where she's just kind of like, Iris, out. You know, she just yells at both of them and it's just like, see ya. Yeah. It's a good move. Good move.
1: Agreed. At the Walsh house, Jim is trying to talk to brenda she's like on her bed looking the other way and he's like hey how you need anything okay bye and then she starts crying and Uh she says it feels like she's drowning and they have a nice little father-daughter moment here where he's you know hugging and comforting her about what's going on Nice. nice poor brenda I yeah, guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, at Dylan's house, they're having a very tense breakfast the next day.
0: They are sitting so close together. Did you notice that? <laughs> it's a whole big table and they're like shoulder to shoulder in one corner. Bizarre. I didn't understand it. It must have just been a camera angle thing, but they were like very close. It was like, are you in a photo booth right now? Where are you?
1: Yeah iris i forget what she says but she says the title parental guidance she yeah. says something about her parental guidance and which if you'll remember i guessed cindy we we're gonna have cindy's parental guidance but yeah that's
0: what you thought yeah, yeah. and yeah. dylan says we're that wrong. he
1: dylan says he likes his dad and iris thinks that that is frightening yeah poor yeah. poor iris I mean, I, yeah Poor everybody in this episode.
0: I know. It's true.
1: At school, Steve and David are discussing the record deal, and Steve says that he believes in David, that he's always believed in David's music, and yeah. da- David can't quite tell him, you know, mm-hmm. what happened, but he does tell Donna and Kelly, and they both are like, oh, well, then I guess you can't do this if you have to cut right. out Steve, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> he he thinks he won't get another shot if he doesn't. Go yeah, for it now. It is,
0: It's a hard call, you know, because it's like, uh, I mean, it, it, it is. It's a great opportunity, but like he only has it because of Steve. Like yeah. Steve's not steered him wrong. He's put a lot into this. On it a friendship a
1: level, it's a it's a you know, it's an easy call. But career oh, def- career wise, it is a tough decision.
0: Definitely on a friendship level, it's an easy call. But I feel like career wise, too, it, it, it's, it's kind of like why is it that they want to get rid of Steve so badly? You know yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it does sort of feel like they want to take advantage of him and they don't want him, like, bringing anybody in. So, Agreed. you know, might be worth thinking about. Yep. David.
1: Well, while they're having this conversation, Brenda walks by and Kelly is like, be truthful from the start or you're going to lose a friend.
0: <laughs> yep, yep.
1: Brandon and Andrea are discussing the tea that she went to. And Brandon is very surprised that Jordan is going to Yale. He's like, huh, wow. And then as they're talking, they get a fax from Jordan to the Blaze for Andrea, where he's like, we're going to Yale. Bula, bula. Bula, bula. Andrea is very tickled by by this. She's all in. She's
0: all in. Let me tell you what.
1: Yep. Kelly and Dylan are discussing Iris. Kelly then tries to talk to Brenda, but Brenda is like, no. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you have Dylan What more do you want? And she walks away, which I think it's interesting that in this episode, Brenda is the one who's like, maybe Jack, like if she and Dylan were dating, she would probably be giving him advice. Like, maybe don't trust your dad on this. Yeah. Kelly Kelly is just like, hey, you're back with your dad. It's fine.
0: I mean, Kelly's only seen when Jack is on his best behavior. Yeah. And also Kelly has like huge daddy issues, which we saw mm-hmm. in that episode where her dad was supposed to show up, you know. So it does track. It makes sense that Kelly would be a lot more like he's here. He wants to spend time with you. Yeah. Just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas Brenda would be a lot more like mm-hmm. <laughs> last time this turned you into an alcoholic. When you went to prison." <laughs> yeah.
1: Back at the Walsh home, Brandon wants to watch the game in his parents' room because Iris is over. So he's like, hi, Iris. Bye, Iris.
0: (laughs) And Mm -hmm. goes to watch the game upstairs. Brandon kissed Iris right in the mouth. I don't know. We moved right past that, too. There's a lot of of kissing.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: Yeah. He was like, bye. Weird move. Weird move. Um, But yeah.
1: Iris wants to see Brenda. And she goes up to see her. She gave her... She brought her a crystal. A crystal, Brenda. A crystal. Use uh, this crystal. <laughs> and, you know, they, they have a conversation about Dylan and how yeah. she's, you know, very distraught. And mm-hmm. she says that even despair eventually exhausts itself. Mm-hmm. She asks her to close her eyes and get a picture of the happiest time with Dylan. And she's like, it's not. She basically is like, it's not over.
0: Yeah. And she
1: thinks that Brenda is is very strong.
0: Well, I mean, she's got that sick crystal now, too, yeah. so look out. Yeah. Look out.
1: At the Peach Pit, Steve and Nat are discussing David. Nat wants David to give him an autograph picture for the Peach Pit. Of course. And David breaks the news that he is going to dump Steve.
0: He's ditching Steve. Yeah. Ditching Steve. He Well, hey, at first,
1: he's like oh, yeah, they said this. And Steve's like, oh, well, I guess we can't do it. And he's yeah, like, Yeah, Steve's like, good you know early on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: David says, if this goes anywhere, like, he'll come back for Steve. Yeah. But he's got it. He's like, I got to do what's right for me. And yep. Steve's like, he's wow. To throw away his shot. At least I, yeah. He's like, at least I know now I'm not the lowest of the low. Like, yeah. I've made bad decisions, but. Yeah.
0: He even says that. He's like, I've done a lot of, like, real gross stuff. But this is pretty bad.
1: Yep. Next scene is at Dylan's house, and Iris says that she's going to sign the papers.
0: Oh, what a whirlwind that was. I, I was dreading that. Yeah.
1: And she says, sometimes it's wiser to meet your opponent halfway. So I guess she she just this, doesn't want to push Dylan away.
0: This is crap, though. It is I crap. Think it's total crap. It's a complete cop out that she's just being weak. Yep. You know, she doesn't have the guts to really like stand up for what she knows is right and take care of Dylan. She wants to just like be the good guy and so she like she does not live up to her parental responsibility here and she tries to play it off like she's being all wise i was very frustrated by this there's no reason there's no there's no reason reason for it to break the trust because first of all like it's meeting all of dylan's needs and it's not like it's going to be a trust forever he's 18 yeah it it, he can do anything he wants in three years like what you know Mm Mhm. i was very frustrated by
1: it yeah it's it's dumb. I was disappointed that that happened. Me
0: too, majorly.
1: Next scene is at school. Brenda is uh, at her locker. She looks over and sees Kelly. She grabs her crystal for strength,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she says hi to Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly's like, "Does this mean we're talking?" And she's like, "I guess. Yeah. Okay, bye." Yeah. And that's like that's the whole exchange. But it's Kelly is very happy that they had that little exchange. Yeah. At Jim's office, Jim is also very surprised by Iris' decision, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: she says that she wants Dylan to be happy. She doesn't want to push him away. At the Walsh house, Brenda is putting her Dylan box in the garage. She -hmm. makes Cindy promise that if Cindy ever finds her like mooning over it to burn it, Mm -hmm. they hear some very loud music, which this scene was
0: stupid stupid (laughs) music replacement the music replacement was rough because they're like brandon it's so loud but it wasn't loud at all no it was like this weird slow jam too it wasn't like a like it needed to be a driving beat kind of song you know so they could really be like but here it was like some james taylor wannabe you know it just didn't work at all yeah it was so stupid
1: so brandon he got a cd player for his car he got skis he got Brenda and Cindy perfume. Yeah. He's loaded. And everybody's
0: kind of like, cool, and then just moves on with their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. If yep. a child is dropping, like, what? I mean, $500? I feel like at least with the CD player and everything. hmm Be concerned. Be concerned about Brandon's spending is all I'm saying.
1: Yep. Then we have a scene with Cindy and Jim discussing Iris, and Jim... Jim says he feels like Dylan is a son to him and he crazy. he doesn't he, like he doesn't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. He doesn't know if he's gonna sign or not.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I hope he doesn't.
1: At the Balage, Jack and Kelly and Dylan are toasting again. and sure. Jack says Iris came, Iris saw, but you conquered Dylan. Jack is very happy about mm-hmm. Iris signing. Yeah. Uh, we get a little hint here. Kelly didn't eat any dinner, which I believe is, a, you know what? is connecting to uh, what yeah, we thought that we might spa. have some some sure. eating disorders thing going Good on catch. with Kelly.
0: I missed that entirely. I mean, I noticed she didn't eat, but I didn't think about like what they're teeing up there. Yeah. I bet you're right. I bet you're right.
1: So, Dylan, that or Jack takes a call in the other room. Dylan comes in to get his jacket and... Jack is like oh great to see you son and then as soon as Dylan leaves he says that he tells whoever's on the phone I lied through my teeth to my kid to get that money you need to come through with whatever they're doing oh that's the end of the episode stupid
0: stupid Jack and stupid Mel Mm -hmm. that's what I have to say about this Mm -hmm. what did you think Kedra did uh, the episode hold up for you
1: um, I didn't like this episode as much as the last episode, I think, because the the whole Iris giving in, Iris
0: coming there at all. Yeah, I know what you mean. It had a lot of like stuff going for it, but then it, it just kind of really, I mean, it dropped the ball. I don't think Iris spending a whole episode on Iris being there and her just ending up doing exactly what they wanted to do is not a very satisfying ending, especially when they don't really do anything with it, you know? Like if it was more like if Dylan was a little irritated, you know, like I feel like when Iris comes and says no, Dylan should have been relieved because then the pressure's not on him anymore. You know, he can just Mm -hmm. be like, hey, man, I tried, but it's up to her. But he doesn't have that at all. And I also feel like when she relents and signs, Dylan should be disappointed by that because he wants parents who like care about him. Right. That's not a move that she's making here. So I think that they really missed a lot of things that would have made the episode Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. I also think that they're teeing up another romance for Andrea. and it's Yeah,
1: like, I thought that too.
0: I think it would be fun for her and Jordan to have a little romance, but it just seems like they keep sort of, I don't know. It, it's like once again, is like they
1: don't know what to do with no, Andrea. they can't
0: commit to a plot line with Andrea. They really can't. They yeah. really can't. I think they could have done something while she was in the cast, you know, that could have been a big like character movement for her, but no, it was just two episodes and then they were done. Mm-hmm. Same. Like the thing with Jay, the thing with Yale, you know, like her and Brandon, her and Steve, they just keep like throwing spaghetti at the ceiling, trying to see like w- what's going to stick. And it's like, guys. <laughs> yep. Not working.
1: Yep. I did so. enjoy both of the fantasies in this. Yeah. That's, uh, fun. I thought they were fun. Yeah. Um, the whole—I uh, don't know—the Steve David stuff. I don't know. I was just kind of yeah. whatever about that whole thing. That's
0: funny too because it's like no episode has both David trying to graduate early and David trying to be a rock star right. or a pop star. <laughs> it's one or the other. Pick a lane. You know, yeah. it's kind of kind of weird. Yeah. So I'm yeah, interested. I I'm interested
1: love to, love to see where it goes. I hope that Jim saves the day. Yeah, I hope that's so what too. I. That's what I hope. But. I agree. I yeah. agree. Did well, you have
0: a nine or two snap? Here? I was going to ask
1: the... you if you had an O snap.
0: It's probably the phone call. It's probably like the twist at the end with Jack. That's you know, what I would say. Openly lying to Dylan. Yep. yeah Yeah. I'm and interested
1: to see where it goes.
0: We're in the home stretch of season three as well. So yes,
1: we're so close. We'll see.
0: see, I don't remember what the big like explosive. Well, I guess I guess the season finale. This is going to be uh, like graduation, right? It is. So that's yes, exciting. the finale. Okay.
1: I look. I did what I'm not supposed to do. I looked ahead at the episode draw. title. I'm sorry, but it's called uh, Can, commencement. Uh, the commencement. Finale. Yeah, and
0: that's a double episode. Oh yeah, that's yeah, two parter. Yeah, we're wrapped into one. Okay. Well. Outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I host the All The Books Show, the official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash allthebooks or anywhere you get your podcast. Kendra, what about you?
1: I am Miss Musabox 91 on the social medias, and you can check out my crafts at MissMusibox.com.
0: That's right. You can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with episode 321, Dead End, and 322, The Child Is Father to the Man.
1: Oh, a little, oh, exciting parable right? there. Absolutely.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, Kendra.
1: 902 two, and here we go.